Hi, this is Michelle Weidenbenner, your Chief Hope Builder. If you are here, it's because you have a loved one with a substance use disorder and you're looking for support. Well, you're in the right place because I help you along your journey um, to, to introduce you to different people, different experts in the field, and to share hope with you because so often we get stuck and don't know how to live our lives without trying to fix our addicted loved ones. So I am the author of Moms Letting Go Without Giving Up, Seven Steps to Self-Recovery. And recently I will be launching Unhackable Moms of Addicted Loved Ones, Closing the Gap Between Havoc and Hope. This is a 30-day program that can help you go from havoc to hope and learn how to take charge of your own life. Think of it as a leadership book for moms who are in the same situation that I've been in and out of for so many years. Um, Please find my books at Amazon or anywhere that they are sold. If you would like to join us in a private Facebook group, you can find us at Moms Letting Go in Facebook. And um, if you'd like to join us in the tribe for more sisterhood and support, just go to Teachable. That's momslettinggo.teachable.com and find us there. But regardless, you're in the right place right now and we want to encourage you on your hope journey. We want to be here for you. Um, I have a group of care team members who are all where you have been or are today. So we want the best for you. God bless. Thank you and welcome. Today, I'm going to be talking about my book, Mom's Letting Go Without Giving Up, Seven Steps to Self-Recovery. I'm going to read each chapter. There are seven of them, but just today, starting with just two. Hopefully, that's going to be plenty to ponder. Don't wait for someone to bring you flowers. Plant your own garden and decorate your own soul. Step one in the seven steps to self-recovery is the seed. Commitment. Seeds need water, sun, and soil. Seeds are small but rich with possibility, just like you and your addicted loved one. If a seed sits in a sealed packet without nourishment, it won't grow. It will never transform into a beautiful flower. When we don't plant and nourish our seeds, we lose our potency and powerful symbol of renewal and possibilities. Growing from the seed stage into a beautiful flower provides hope for the future, not only for our future, but those around us, including our addicted loved ones. One bright flower in the garden can dominate a whole scene. If the flower stands tall among thorny leaves, it is noticed and appreciated. My hope is that by the end of this guide, you'll have done the work to stand out in the garden of moms who are struggling just like you. Seeds represent the power of creation of moms capable of transforming into something amazing. If we don't plant, water, and fertilize our seeds, we give up on ourselves and our children. When that happens, there's a chance that our seeds won't grow into hopeful stories. 
Think of biting into a peach or a strawberry. Notice how the juice dribbles down your tongue, your chin. These luscious sweet fruits started as a seed, but they were nourished and appreciated until they produced fruit. Your choices dictate whether your seed will flourish or stay in the dark and never grow, to never reach a higher potential. Many moms walk through life paralyzed in uncertainty and fear about their addicted loved ones. If you're like me, when I started my journey of recovering as a mom of an addict, I didn't know what to do or what not to do. I couldn't find a support group that couldn't, could help me find answers. That's all changed now because you're here and you will get the support you need. My guess is that you want to learn, learn since you downloaded this guide or you're listening to this podcast. You know if you neglect your seed and don't nurture it, you risk never reaping the reward of a sweet fruit that you want to grow. Many moms get stuck. They don't address their problems or maximize their potential. But you're different because you're here, and I'm thrilled. I pray that you will find the help you need to grow into a more joy-filled mom. The more moms we have in this movement, the sooner we can stop this addiction cycle. I'm going to share this prayer. It's called the Mother's Serenity Prayer. God, grant me the ability to surrender my ego and all forms of control while understanding I am powerless over my addict child's behavior. And give me the wisdom to know that only my addict child can choose to be drug-free, sober, and healthy. And only when he's when he becomes ready. And so it is. Through the process of watching our children lead unhealthy lives, moms are often consumed with worry, anxiety, and fear that their children will die. We want to stop that from happening. Isn't it every mother's job to protect her young one? Yes, it doesn't matter if they're adult children. We will always want to protect them, no matter how old they are. We can't stop wanting to keep them safe. But sometimes our keeping them safe stops them from accepting natural consequences. It's the consequences that help them grow. It's the consequences that bring pain. And no mom wants to see her child in pain. I understand. I've said that my son isn't a criminal. He's sick. I've made all kinds of excuses about him in his his lifetime. Thinking differently about a response to our children takes time. Change is a process. It doesn't happen in a day. But if we work daily to understand and change our behavior, the sum of all our efforts will lead to more joy. Isn't that what we want? So in the first chapter here, it says, be a seed that grows. So I give you a list of all the things that you might be struggling with right now? What does your life look like? Are you coping with any of these? Um, And it's important to really sit down and think about, you know, what all are you struggling with in this moment? Here are some that I include. Reduce finances, worry, sleeplessness, consuming thoughts, shortness of breath, anger, eating unhealthy food, Loss of appetite, separation from spouse or loved one, loss of job, no time for exercise, no church life, no prayer time, your heart is racing, 
You have problems parenting your other children or maybe your grandchildren. Helplessness, anxiety, panic, loss of libido, weight gain, reduced personal hygiene, reactive instead of proactive, loss of goals or dreams, hopelessness, loss of friends, shame, regret, guilt, and there's others. Maybe you're parenting your parents, your elderly parents. Um, Being a seed that grows, you know, stopping to list all those things that are getting in the way of your dream. Uh, List all those things that are causing you pain right now. My guess is that if you list them and you look at them, you will be like, oh my goodness, no wonder why I'm struggling. Below is a happiness scale. So I share a happiness scale on day one too. To see yourself engage your progress, read and complete the scale. This is a safe and simple way to start your recovery. First, you need to see where you are so you know where you want to go. It's kind of like when you get in the car. You know where, you're at, where you are, you know, in order to get to where you're going, there's certain, you know, certain order of streets and turns that you need to make. So it's the same with your goals. If you don't have an end in mind, you'll wander aimlessly. It's a baby step to helping you master and rediscover yourself. So there's a happiness scale in here. And really think about this. I need to, I need to put this in my support groups too when moms come in. Rate your overall happiness on a scale of 1 to 10. 10 is the happiest. What is that? What does that look like for you right now? If you could have one superpower, what would it be and how would you use it? Hmm, I don't know. What would you do? Journal that. List three things that bring you joy. What are those things? Because if you don't know what you're looking for, how will you find it? So list those things that bring you joy. What situation are you facing right now that you wish you could wake up and find it gone? Yeah. What are you most thankful for? Name something that makes you unique. Are you proud of it? What's the hardest part of your typical day? What three words do you think most describe you? What are a few of your personal goals that always seem out of reach? What are a few of your personal goals that always seem out of reach? So that is just the end of day one, right? The first step, you're planting your seed and you're on your way to germination, germinating. We want your seed to grow, but before it can grow, you have to kind of take an assessment. Where are you now? Where do you want to be? That's what we did in step one. Step two is germination. Plant the seed of positivity into your mind. Nourish it daily with love and happiness. Happiness will flower as fear begins to die. Leon Brown. So this is where we have more self-awareness. Germination, a seed's first tiny root is called a radical, which anchors the plant and absorbs water. With this in place, the seed sends a shoot called a plumule. I don't know if I'm pronouncing that right. That eventually sprouts above ground and the seed becomes a seedling. You have planted yourself in the richest soil you could find. 
here in this podcast, in this little guide, you've put out a route that will anchor you in a supportive environment and you've sent up a sprout to nourish yourself more. You are now a seedling. Well done, mom. (laughs) I bet nobody ever has ever called you a seedling before, have they? By completing the happiness scale and evaluating your current life status in the last step, you're beginning to grow. And hopefully you're starting to see yourself a little differently. Maybe you're, maybe you're more aware of why you're stressed out and what's going on in your life and where you find joy and, you know, all those questions. But let's, let's take a closer look. Slavery is defined as a state of being owned by others who control us. No, our children don't own us in the literal sense. But I'm sure their actions have controlled our emotions, actions, lack of sleep, loss of funds, and basically our healthy well-being. Their addictive choices suck the life out of us, but only because we let them. Yeah. Our children's successes and failures are their own, not ours. Just a side note. I mean, so many times we say we're proud of our children, right? But their successes are theirs. We can be proud of them, but we don't own. We can't take ownership when they're successful or when they've suffered a failure, right? Because they, once they're adults, they own their own successes and failures. Sometimes as moms, we want what is best for our children more than they do. When this happens, we cross the line and do something for them, that they should do themselves. We think we're helping, but we're not. When we assume their responsibilities, we create entitlement, a dependency in our children, rather than empowering them. Don't give in to this temptation. In his book, Resisting Happiness, Matthew Kelly says, God has put your child in this world for a specific mission, but first he must prepare him. God wants heaven for your child more than your child wants it for himself. But God doesn't cross the line. He will not step over your child's free will. He wants to empower your child for a mission. Changing how you respond to your unhealthy child takes commitment, intentionality, and focus. If you're ready to nourish your roots with fertilizer, here's your first assignment. Executing this step will hold you accountable and encourage you on your journey. The first step to becoming a mighty mom is to fight for mastery of yourself. That's your first assignment. Fight for yourself first. Instead of behaving like a slave to your addicted loved one, you can focus on you and when you do, everything changes. Maybe you've become so disconnected with who you are and what you enjoy doing that you've lost sight of what makes you happy. Hopefully the happiness scale showed you that you need a, that you need a life. So take a deep breath and join a group of moms today. Okay, If you're not a part of the Facebook group, it's a private group, Moms Letting Go, come on in there and ask to join. Because when you hang out with people who fit your future, not your history, you heal. Addiction thrives in isolation, and we don't want it to. Recovery thrives in a strong community. 
Once you're in the Facebook group, share a post or a video of yourself using this statement. And some moms have done this. And when they do, oh my gosh, I just get these tears of joy because I know where they are in their recovery process. They're reading this. And this is how it goes. My name is, and then you insert your name. So I'll insert my name. My name is Michelle. I am a mighty mom who wants to ruin my son's using career, but the only person I can control is myself. Today, I'm taking charge of my own life so I can find joy. I need support because I want to stop helping in the wrong ways. Will you help me? You can specifically list what you want to be accountable for. Like, what do you want us to hold you to? What do you, and sometimes when we just verbalize what it is, what our goal is, we make a commitment to more than ourselves, but to other people. And then we kind of have to follow through on that. I made a commitment to empower 1 million moms into recovery by 2025. And I'm probably going to eat those words because it's, you know, going to be 2023. And I don't know if I've even reached 100,000 moms yet. Well, I got to keep working on it. <laughs> Joining a support group is one of the greatest ways to help yourself. The beauty of this group, the private Facebook group, is that it's online and you don't have to go anywhere. I am, though, thinking about transitioning from Facebook to a more private platform like Circle. So stay tuned for that because I have had some people say they just don't trust Facebook. So I, I'm sorry to hear that, but I, I understand but in this private group, you can pop in and out when it's convenient. I, I call it a peer group recovery room. It's a wonderful gift to give your child, and you'll see. You'll see why as you grow. When I first began my journey, I said, I'm not the problem. He's the problem. Why do I have to change? What I learned was that I was addicted to having obsessive thoughts about my son. I couldn't stop ruminating over the negative thoughts and in my mind, they were controlling me like I couldn't stop thinking of them. I couldn't let go. Letting go is a choice, a positive one for you. So if you could learn new ways to cope with your child's problem and new ways to help him, wouldn't you want that? If you could detach from their poor choices, what would your life look like? When you could say, his choices are not mine and I don't own those anymore, how would that free you up? One mother said, I finally admitted that I couldn't fix my son, so I agreed to let God do it for me. She discovered that love is not a cure for addiction. Love is just a word. The antidote for addiction is connectivity. But how can moms connect when their addicted loved ones seem so unavailable or appear possessed by like some zombie? who only wants to kidnap their lives. Well, you can stay connected to your children through prayers and love and affirmation. Letting go never means you abandon them or you never let go of loving them or you never let go of showing them compassion. Letting go only means that you understand your sense of self and realize that you can't control their actions. To help with this transition, consider completing the next assignment. Write a detaching letter to your addicted loved one. Now keep in mind, like I said, we never detach completely. We always want to be connected. But this is um, setting a new boundary. So you write a letter to your child. You may or may not 
show it to him or her. In the letter, let her know what you will and you won't do do going forward. It's a huge step, but it'll help you grow. Um, And what it is, is you basically saying, this is what I used to do. And I'm on my own recovery journey because I have to change. I can't change you. I can only change me. So I'm going to be establishing some new boundaries. One letter might look like this. What I won't do. Your addiction is killing you and it's killing me. I have to let go of you to save myself. My love for you isn't enough to save you. You must help yourself, love yourself. I'm not a professional, so I can't help you. But you can get professional help if you want to change. You need a solid, dual diagnosis facility. Until you decide to change, I can't see you. Your emaciated body jolts me into anxiety so deeply that I can't breathe. I will only talk to you by text. If you text me negative and angry messages, I won't answer. If you ask me for food, money, or gas, I will ignore you. What I will do, I will continue to love you, and I'll shout for God to rebuke Satan in the name of Jesus so Satan releases his hold on you. I'll pray that one day you'll be strong enough to seek sobriety for good. I will support you in recovery. If you choose to go to a rehab program, I will pray that it's a faith-based program because I believe this is a spiritual battle. I, I will support your, your course of treatment. Okay, those are just suggestions. And here's the thing. You have to do what's right for you. Your values are different than mine. Everybody has different values. And there's no shame in that. It's just who we are. But for me, every time I saw our son, I struggled to think positive thoughts and I couldn't sleep or eat. So I had to avoid him for a while, not forever, but for a while, because I didn't know what to do. I didn't know what I know now. I let my husband take over communications with him and his wife. So I didn't feel the negative energy that sucked me under. And when I didn't see him, I remained calm But like every time I heard an ambulance, I'd fret that maybe he had died. When I couldn't sleep at night, I was sure that they had overdosed or that they were in trouble. Yes, I was addicted to having thoughts of him using. And even though I wanted to stop, I couldn't stop ruminating on deadly scenarios. So there's another example in the journal and if you haven't downloaded it yet, it's at momslettinggo.com. My hope is that you find inspiration to write your letter, what I will do, what I won't do, and um, remember that your letter might look different than mine. The important part is to just set new boundaries and explain, you know, this is how it's going to look different. So um, just another letter to my adult child on the day I let go without giving up. Dear son, today is the day I became a member of a team of moms who want to ruin their children's using career. But let me just interject here. I mean, I wrote this maybe four years ago. I don't look at this as a using career anymore. I don't. I don't don't even like that term because this isn't a career for our children. Um, It's a sickness. They're sick. They're ill. And I don't believe that they 
look at it as a career or identify with you know themselves as being an addict there are sons and daughters first i have tried to remove the drug devil from your body in unhealthy ways by making excuses for you giving you money providing a safe place for you to stay making life easier for you it hasn't helped you find a safe and sober and healthy life my helping has only delayed the inevitable delayed the time for you to be accountable for your own actions the time is now we all have our role in your recovery but who i who am i to interfere with your journey who am i to let god or who am i to get in god's way all i can do is love you and pray you find your way to safety healthy and a sober lifestyle one that is god's will one that brings you joy this group of moms i belong to is a gift to me they help me take care of myself so i can inadvertently give you this gift the gift of letting go without giving up i love you and will pray for you i'll pray that god, for god to lead you on a journey that will transform your life into something amazing and purposeful i believe in you i believe god created you for purpose so it's a few more pages and i'm not going to read them all because i want you to be inspired to write your own letter and make it your own and remember you don't have to send it but what it does is it helps you release your feelings and you can verbalize it you can write it and say it out loud as if your child is there but it will help you set the new bar set the new boundary of how you're going to change And let me just add it's not going to be easy. It's going to be really hard. And that's why like in our tribe um and if you want to try the tribe 30 days is free. But in the tribe mom we have WhatsApp and so moms will come in and um we communicate through WhatsApp. It's an app on the phone. You can talk, you can text to the group and a mom will say, "You guys, I'm really struggling." Um my son is homeless. I just saw him on the streets. I want to bring him home. And um it's a new boundary that I'm not going to do that. Will you help talk me off the wall? Will you help me so that I can stand firm in this new boundary because I I told him what my new boundary is, but I can't follow through with it. I need help. I need support. And you do too. You need support. So find that person. Find somebody who can be your go-to when you want to break the boundary the new boundary that you just established because trust me it'll happen and you'll need somebody to talk to you um to talk you off the wall because the anxiety is so great so profound that you just think you if you don't do this one thing your child is going to lose his life and if you think that just say in disclaimer here if you ever 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 feel that your child is suicidal do not hesitate call 911 call the suicide prevention hotline and don't believe for a minute that you are the professional that can talk your son or daughter off the wall um make sure that you find help for them okay so i hope this has helped you day 1 step 1 step 2 and the 7 days 7 steps to self recovery and i look forward to connecting again soon i'm in the process of creating the unhackable moms of addicted loved ones 
30-day program podcast. I'm interviewing the moms. Any mom, if you're a mom who wants me to interview you for that podcast series, please reach out at um, michelle at michelleweidenbenner.com. God bless. Until next time.